Hello, and welcome to Holdness Road Methodist Church Audio Worship. The audio you are going to hear was broadcast on Sunday the 1st of August. Thanks to John for leading us in worship. Good morning, and a very warm welcome to all those joining our online worship today. And a special thank you to John Crawford, who will share a message with us this morning. Our call to worship. Lord, you promise that you are always with us. Wherever we may be, and whatever we may be facing as we come to worship you, may we know your presence with us. Draw us closer to you in this time of worship. Amen. We now join together to sing, Come, now is the time to worship. time to worship come now is the time to give your heart come just as you are to worship come just as you are
just as you are before your God. Come, come, come. And so we pray together. Gracious God, we thank you for the wonderful world in which we live. You are at work wherever we look. Open our eyes to the loveliness of creation. Generous God, your blessings to us are too many to count. Your goodness to us too wonderful for words. We thank you for all good gifts around us. Father God, you have made each one of us special and different, part of your creation plan. We thank you for calling us by name. Forgiving God, we have failed you. We have failed ourselves and we have failed others. You see all we do. You are always ready to love and care for us. Always ready to forgive and give us a new start. We thank you for the chance to begin again. Living God, for your welcoming us into your presence, accepting us through your love, delighting in our worship and offering a renewed and deeper relationship with us, we praise you. Be with us as we continue our worship. Hear your word, share together and feel you close. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. We join together in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. The reading is taken from Luke 12, verses 13 to 21. The Parable of the Rich Fool A man in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to divide with me the property our father left us. Jesus answered him, My friend, who gave me the right to judge or to divide the property between you two? And he went on to say to them all, Watch out and guard yourselves from every kind of greed. 
because a person's true life is not made up of the things he owns, no matter how rich he may be. Then Jesus told them this parable. There was once a rich man who had land which bore good crops. He began to think to himself, I haven't anywhere to keep my crops, what can I do? This is what I'll do, he told himself. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones, where I will store my corn and all my other goods. Then I will say to myself, Lucky man, you have all the good things you need for many years. Take life easy, eat, drink and enjoy yourself. But God said to him, You fool! This very night you will have to give up your life. Then who will get all these things you have kept for yourself? And Jesus concluded, This is how it is with those who pile up riches for themselves, but are not rich in God's sight. Amen.
the parable of the rich sower. <clears throat> Luke 12, 13. Someone in the crowd said, Teacher, tell my brother to divide <coughs> the inheritance with me. Jesus replied, Man, who appointed me a judge or arbiter between you? Then he said to them, Watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. A man's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. How much do you depend on things you have? Have you ever thought that if I could do this or then I would be made for life? When Sue and I got married, she was on a better wage than me. We got married in 1970 and she earned about £14 a week and I about 12. And I often said that if I could just get £20 a week, life would be easier. I got a job with a building firm and I was put on a gang of bricklayers. I was given a hod, which I carried bricks, mortar, blocks to keep the brickers working. Sometimes my money was £25 to £30 a week, which was great. But would you believe it? Everything else needed, we needed to buy went up as well. So back to square one. But Jesus, <clears throat> but Jesus said, life does not consist of abundance of possessions. And so and I can say that God has always seen us through good times and bad times. My points today, he took life for granted. He got it wrong. Where do we stand? He took life for granted. Jesus talks a lot in parables. So what is a parable? I took out my Oxford Dictionary and it says, a narrative setting forth something in terms of something else. A fictional story told to a point of morale. Analogy. Jesus was making the point when a person asked to be judge or arbiter. He went on to say we should guard ourselves against greed. That is so true. There was a butcher who lived next door but one to us when I was a child. And my brother Colin would do little jobs for him. And one week, Colin was unable to go and I took his place for a week, which I actually hated. I, don't I didn't like scrubbing the meat tables down or the floor, but I did it. And one day the butcher said to me, his aim was to make enough money by the time he was 50, and then he would retire. But you know, he got to 50, then he died. It was sad because he was a nice man, but you never know. And this farmer took life for granted. He had good crops, but not enough room to store it. So he said, I know what I'll do. I'll tear down my barns and build bigger barns. And that's what he did. Verse 19. I'll say to myself, you have plenty of good things laid up for many years. Take life, eat, drink and be merry. 
he got it wrong. How often do we read in the Bible about people getting things wrong? Remember Nebuchadnezzar? He had a dream and his magicians, ex ex enchanters and astrologers could not solve the dream. So Daniel was sent for. You can read the old story in Daniel 4. I start at verse 25. You will be driven away from the people and will live with wild animals. You will eat grass like cattle and be drenched with the dew of heaven. Seven times will pass by you until you acknowledge that the Most High is sovereign over the kingdom of men and gives them everyone, everyone he wishes. In verse 30, we find Nebuchadnezzar surveying his kingdom. Is this not great Babylon? I have built at a royal residence by my mighty power and for the glory of my majesty. The words were still on his lips when a voice came from heaven. This is what is decreed for you, King Nebuchadnezzar. Your royal authority has been taken away from you and you will be driven away <clears throat> from the people and will live with wild animals. You will eat grass like the cattle. His body was drenched with the dew of heaven until his hair grew like the feathers of an eagle. An eagle. And his nails were like claws of a bird. At the end of time, I, Nebuchadnezzar, raised my eyes towards heaven and my sanity was restored. Then I praised the Most High and honoured and glorified him who lives forever. Both men got it wrong. The man who built the bigger barns thought he had plenty of life left to enjoy the spoils of his labour, but he was wrong. Nebuchadnezzar thought that his riches of greatness of his kingdom was his own power and strength. How wrong he was. God Almighty, he alone <clears throat> is King of kings and Lord of lords. How do we, how do our possessions fit in our lives? And what about the young ruler? we read about in Luke 18. He came to Jesus and said to him, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus answered, no one is good except God alone. You know the commandment, do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not give false testimony, Honour your father and mother. All these I have kept since I was a boy. And when Jesus heard this, he said to him, You still lack one thing. Sell everything that you have and go to the poor <clears throat> and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. When he heard this, it became very sad because he was a man of great wealth. His money was more to him 
than eternal life. We have a great God, King of Kings, Majesty, God of heaven, living in me, gentle saviour, closest friend, strong deliverer, beginning and end. All within me falls at your throne. Earth and heaven worship you. Love eternal, faithful and true, who brought the nation's ransom soul, bought his sinners near to your throne. All within me cries out in praise, your majesty, I can but bow. I lay my all before you now. In royal thrones I don't deserve. I live to serve your majesty. I live to serve my, your majesty. Where do we stand? I want you to think about this question. Have you ever wanted to be rich? What do you think rich is? A big house? A mansion? Posh furniture? All mod cons? Big posh car in the drive? A swimming pool? A big screen TV on the wall? Servants? And so it goes on. But so often we see people attain to these things and what happens? Are they content or do they find things they simply must have? <clears throat> the man who built bigger barns, are we like him? Do we want to ward what we have for ourselves and live life and enjoy it. Matthew 16, 26 says this. Jesus said, what good is it for a man if he gains the whole world, yet forfeits his own soul? Could, you, could your riches or pursuit of possessions mean you lose sight of God? Does these things mean more than God? When Sue and I went to Doncaster, some of the people we dealt with really did have nothing. And compared to them, we were rich, even though my salary was a minimum wage. We knew we were rich for what we lived for was God in our lives. And serving him, he provided all we needed. Does your life belong to God? Or are your possessions more important? And Nebuchadnezzar, he was so puffed up with pride, believing all the riches and the power of his kingdom was all down to him. What a foolish man. Are we like him? Do we feel that everything we have we have achieved has been done by our own strength? Or is God sovereign over all our lives? Do we know that we all have to do it because of his working in our lives and his provision for us? Do we know that God is Lord of our lives? Psalm 46 verse 10, be still and know that I am God. 
I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord is mighty. He is with us. God, the God of Jacob, is our fortress. The rich ruler, he walked away from Jesus because his riches were more important to him. He couldn't let go, even for eternal life. Are you holding back? Are the things we hold back from God? Have we surrendered everything to him? Sue and I have met people who have come so close to surrendering to the love of Jesus, but have walked away because they were afraid that God may ask them to do something, to give something up which they want to hang on to. Are we holding back? When I survey the wondrous cross on which the Prince of Glory died, my richest gain I count but loss and pour contempt on all my pride. Forbid it, Lord, that I should boast, save in the death of Christ my God, all the vain things that charm me most, I sacrifice them to his blood. See from his head, his hands, his feet, sorrow and love flowed mindle down. Did e'er such love and sorrow meet, or fawns compose? so rich a crown where the own realm of nature mine that where an offering far too small love so amazing so divine demands my soul my life my all where do you stand in the world or at the foot of the cross let us pray. Father God, we come to you this morning. We rejoice in the fact that you are sovereign, that you are mighty. You're the one who died upon a cross so that we might have life. It beats all fortune. Lord, we ask these prayers in your name that we will follow you to the end of our days. Amen.
so we pray. We pray to our almighty and ever-loving God. Today we come together, not in one place, but with one heart. We come to give you thanks for loving us, and we come to say we love you too. We give thanks that for each and every day of our lives you have loved us so much no matter what we have said or done. We say sorry when we have not followed your example. And we give you thanks for the provision of the sun and rain that gives us the food for our very existence. Yet, Lord, we have to say sorry for abusing your world and not making the best use of what you have given us. We're sorry when we are quick to judge and speak out without thinking. Lord, forgive us and help us to be more loving. Lord, we pray for a world which is surrounded by COVID. Lord, we pray for nations, for people, for communities that are struggling at this time. And Lord, we pray for healing. We pray for healing of the nations and we pray for politicians lord as they struggle as they struggle with the covid and we pray that they will have honesty and integrity and care and compassion in all the decisions that they make lord also in this world there is still war and we pray for peace knowing lord that you are the prince of peace we pray for peace in this world. And as we gave thanks for the sun and rain, for the provision of food, we pray for those countries and those peoples who are struggling, who are hungry. Lord, in this world, you have given us so much and no one should be hungry. So, Lord, we pray that again, politicians will make sure that all their people have food to eat. And now, Lord, we pray for our church and communities as we come back to hopefully some degree of normality, Lord. Things will change. But, Lord, we thank you for blessing us and we thank you for giving us courage and a vision for where we can move to in the next few weeks and months. And, Lord, we pray for ourselves now. Thank you for being with us during difficult times, the sad times. And, Lord, we give thanks now and look forward to happy times, knowing, as we said before, that we know that you love us and we love you too. So we say all these prayers in your precious name. Amen. And Lord, we acknowledge that you are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So we sing together, King of Kings, Majesty.
majesty, God of heaven, living in me, gentle Savior, closest friend, strong deliverer, beginning and end, all within me falls at your throne. for today. May God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, Creator, Redeemer and Sustainer, go with us now. May God's Spirit be on us, on those we love and on those we have prayed for, this day and always. Amen. <laughs>